social media superstars Dylan and Alice chat about their multiple viral videos, new alternative rock music and upcoming tour plans on episode 12, season 2 of Music Matters Podcast with Daryl Craig Harris. Hi, everybody. I've got a whole bunch of guys joining me today from Dylan and Alice, which is a really killer alternative rock band. I almost metal, I guess you, you guys would say. Um, so we got Michael, we got Dylan, and we got Tommy. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Doing good. Cool. So you guys, you contacted me on Instagram. Oh, we lost Michael. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. There he goes. Oh, he's back. Um, so we, we were talking on Instagram and, and you guys uh, said, hey, I want to come on the show. And that's which is awesome. And um I was digging out. I was digging the band, looking at the music. You guys have a heck of a following on Instagram. It's like how many is like six hundred twenty-three thousand. Yep. Yeah, and like huge Everyone's amount of 600. yeah, huge amount of video views. And and then Dylan, you you um have an is, a history on TV. So tell me a little bit about that. Like your parents, and there's a whole a whole deal there. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I first got into the entertainment industry when I was around, I mean, like ten years old, ten or eleven. It started off with my mom's, uh, she had her own reality TV show called The Big 4-0. Right. And it's basically, the, uh, the premise of it is basically like uh, like My Sweet 16, except for uh, for adults who are 40. And uh, so her whole thing was, you know, uh, she she wanted to prove to the world that you could, you could be 40 and still be sexy or still be confident in yourself or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and basically, so, you know, she threw a huge party. She jumped out of a cake. I surprised her, like uh, you know, in the morning when she turned forty, like rapping. Uh, I guess I, I guess I was a rapper before I was a musician. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God. Just like that type of fun stuff. <laughs> uh, and then and then the I guess the craziest part of the show was um, she did not talk to her mom for a bunch of years because uh, uh-huh. they had a, a poor uh, relationship because of some past things uh, when she was a child and. And basically, uh, she didn't talk to her for a couple of years because her mom didn't say sorry and she didn't appreciate that. Right. Um, you know, it was basically like, like the thing, you know, Just stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, basically, I, I think maybe I'm not sure if you would know, but I'm sure your peers, but it was a very common thing for you to uh, hit your child and all that stuff back then for discipline. I got gotcha. you. Uh, and, and to kind of go overboard. So that was the whole thing uh, that she, and she, she's open to the whole topic. That's why I'm speaking on it. Right. But uh, cool. so her, and her thing kind of influenced the band uh, as well. Like when I was younger, because now we, we do all these, um, you know, against uh, abuse type videos and that's yeah. like, uh, like physical abuse is what I'm saying. Right. Uh, but yeah. So anyways, she got the mom of the show. She cried because she saw her. She apologized. And it was a pretty happy ending. Yeah. And uh, that was about it. So that was the first show. What was the the original name of the band was Over Gravity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went by, and it was actually funny because that was again over like negativity. That that was my mom planting that idea in the band because I was young. I was like fourteen. I was like, yeah, I'll go with that. Over Gravity. Over yeah, whatever works. Ne- right. Negativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being a young kid. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. Like, so when you um, when did you you put the first band together? It was you were like fifteen, right? Yeah, I was 15. And, and uh, Michael wasn't in the band at first, our drummer who was here with us. Yeah. But but it's funny because I, I I'm going to call him. Michael. I'm going to call Michael Propellerhead because it looks like that's right on the top. <laughs> it's, it's, All it's, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that, man. <laughs> Propellerhead. Just, just an observation. Anyway, go ahead. We're, we're changing the band name to Propellerhead. There you Stop. go, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, so the first official band I had was Over Gravity. We actually did some cool things. We Open for some people and did this and that. 
And, uh, but I, it's funny because I, I knew of Michael, I, I knew of him, but you know, I didn't really talk to him that much. I knew him as a guy that did backflips, uh, at a, at a school, at, at <laughs> yeah, a uh, music dick. school. You, you never called... talked to me, you rude ass <laughs> fool. <laughs> <laughs> he was older than me. Now I was a nerd, so I didn't know how to talk to older people. I was like, man, yeah. he's. He's kind of cool. He does backflips, man. That's that's backflips. Cool. He's got to be a good drummer. What's up, man? I'm Dylan. You're pretty sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, was play, he was playing KFO by Animals as Leaders when he was like 16 years old or something. I was like, damn. Dude, yeah, that, cool. that song is still hard to play. Even, even at 27. Yeah, we all, we, all have, we all have that one song, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you, so you like, so how did these guys, the band that you have currently, when did that come to come together with, with um, Dylan and Alice? Uh, well, I've been working with Michael for a bunch of years now. Um, and so he, he, he's the OG member we got in the band. And I, I met him through School of Rock, uh, music cool. uh, school. Yeah, that, that's, Tommy, a great, that's a great program, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, it was really good. And uh, Tommy, I, I met online and uh, he's yeah. freaking killer. And, uh, you know, together, him and Michael, they just instantly connected because they're both nerds. And they're like, <laughs> and, cool. we, and we, wow. yeah, we're, wow, wow, we're wow. more like the bigger fans of like all the technical metal shit. So what actually happened yeah. originally with me and Dylan is like I met him through the School of Rock program and then. I left that program because I like outgrew it. I was like too old. So then I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 18 they give you the you know vote. Okay. So, so after that, I I started going to the Musicians Institute um, in oh. Hollywood for college. Cool. I went there too. And then, and then for <laughs> and I I went there from 2011 to 2014. And then out of the blue, I think in like maybe like 2013, 2014, near like the end of my time there, he hits me up randomly, Dylan. He's like yo man what's up and i didn't realize at the time that he lived like <laughs> like a block or two from my apartment building that's funny that's yeah. right like yo what's up man it's dylan he, he, he actually scooted to my house one time he took his scooter and took I, it all the way I to my house i scooted to his all the way to his house because it was only all like, the way uphill by the way it's all yeah. uphill so he was like <laughs> <laughs> i could do backflips yeah, the, the propeller helps yeah. with that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Cool. Yeah. So you guys like so you're all in the same area and you, you kind of start to know each other and hanging out. How do you how do you guys write together? Like or how does that work? Who, who's the main writer or is there a main writer? Uh, we usually start with, with the guitar. Uh, that's what we've been doing. Uh, even though recently we've been kind of like mixing it up and sometimes we'll start with, with a vocal melody, but usually we'll start with, with you know some cool guitar riff that Tommy writes. Because uh, he, oh, he's his head is just full of riffs all the time, twenty four seven. Cool. And uh, yeah, and then we just take it from there. Yeah, that's cool. And like, and so you, you guys have been charting. I know. Um, I just saw. Obviously, last year was a weird, screwed up year. But so you yeah. ended up on the you're on the UK charts, and and you're you're getting a lot of notoriety. A lot, obviously, like a lot of video views and all that kind of thing. Because part of the the cool thing with your band is you have the image with the bunnies. So tell me how the bunnies came about. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, here, <laughs> one second. We're gonna have a bunny demonstration. <laughs> here we go. All here it's it's all started. I know you have to be careful. The question. Whoa! <laughs> oh! <laughs> and we got it right here. Those things are a trip. Out of my dude. house. <laughs> all right, now put now put these back in. <laughs> yeah, cool. It's all good. Um, uh, yeah. So those came into the picture uh, because. Two of our members at the time, they wanted to be mascots because they uh, worked at at uh, Universal Studios. They were like scares at oh, okay. Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, cool. And so they thought it'd be really cool to be like 
you know, kind of like just characters uh, in the band. And, and, and I worked with, with what we were doing with, with Dylan and Alice kind of, you know, working on like the, the bunnies and you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was, yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool idea. And it hyped people up on stage a lot. I mean, in the crowd a lot, you know, there's yeah. like bunnies jumping around and going crazy. So yeah, it's a cool, yeah, it's like, cool. like the video is really like, it's real dramatic. You're like, okay, what's up with the bunnies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, but I, I mean, like you kind of see Dylan and Alice, you kind of think in Alice in Wonderland, right? I exactly. Guess, like, yeah, the yeah. Connection. Yeah. Um, so you have interesting, like, I mean, part of that TV show thing was um, your mom is your manager or your, your momager <laughs> on the Dr. Drew. Right. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, yeah. And I love your mom. Was 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 really fun on that show. So you did yeah. Doctor Drew. There was like a, a you had a lot of press from that, right? A lot of uh, stuff. And then you also have um, some prank videos that you you're involved in with Nelk. So tell me how the prank thing, how that happened. Yeah. So uh, I I started like really falling in love with like just pranks and that type of comedy. Like when I was like seventeen or so. Right. And uh, I started watching a bunch of just funny pranksters, and of course, like you know, Jackass. I used to like love. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 very simple prank videos on my Instagram. And then a Jesse from Milk, he just joined it at the time. He hit me up on the DMs and uh, asked me to be a part of their crew uh, because they wanted to have their own TV show on MTV. And that was their original plan when they came to California from Canada. Because oh, okay, uh, cool. they're, they're all in Toronto. Okay. Uh, that's where all four of them right. are from. So they all flew down, had a meeting with them at the W Hotel. And uh, they were, we were just, you know, hit it off. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was history. <laughs> yeah, because we I, did the I mean, Coke Prank of Cops. Right. Yeah. Video. So, so that, how, how many views? That was like a, over 100 million views, right? Or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On Facebook, it's somewhere around like 70 million. And on uh, YouTube, it's at 40, 42 million, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's funny because those, those videos, like you do them and then you, you I mean, obviously, somebody who's already established, it, you figure it's going to get seen, but you have no way. There's no way of knowing you're going to get like that, that much, right? That much views. And Oh, yeah. Oh, no idea. And it's funny because I actually have a Snapchat say somewhere when i was like i just like or, or we were right about to do it i was like uh yeah man our, our new video together is gonna get eight million views I, yeah. i'm telling you i'm telling you <laughs> everybody's like yeah <laughs> right. was, yeah yeah that, that was me just trying to be positive you know and just like say yeah. shit and then it actually turned out we had way more i was like wow it's kind of crazy. yeah it's funny i did a, uh we, we were contacted i work with the haunted saloon actually outside of vegas the pioneer saloon and we were contacted by ryan higa i don't know if you know ryan but he has 22 million followers on, on YouTube. And I, I didn't know who wow. he was when he first contacted us. And I'm like, holy crap, that's like crazy. 22 million freaking Yeah, <laughs> but, that's no uh, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube is like all those, like YouTube and Instagram, like for us, for people, like I'm a musician, like I said, and for what we do and the podcasting thing, like it's such a great outlet, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And even now with uh, with the TikTok, I mean, that's blowing people up left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's a viral TikTok girl <laughs> she does a whole oh yeah a whole menu thing it's pretty <laughs> pretty crazy um oh, that's so you, cool. I, yeah yeah so you um you were on actually with the magic company from beyonce's dad so like matthew knows tell me tell me how that happened and what's going on with that now or so uh so that was my mom who did that uh she has a bunch of connections and whatnot and uh and, and by the way i just wanted to say for the record uh so 
everything that we've done, TV show-wise, prank-wise, all real. But the one thing I will say that was a little bit of uh, fake reality was, was a Dr. Drew show. Yeah, we, I, we, I, we, I picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of had, had to spice it up a little bit just so we could be on the show. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. because we, we wanted the the you know the yeah it's good it's good publicity national it's, it's good. Stuff, right. yeah, publicity sure. for it yeah yeah we uh, <laughs> I yeah I, I was actually playing like like a slave twelve hours a day <laughs> and it's actually Tommy <laughs> but he does it to himself <laughs> he just he just wants to play twelve hours a day <laughs> yeah I don't know it was cool yeah that, you know those we all I think at this point we all know how those shows those shows go but it was great it was great for you and you were presented really well so I think it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So Matt, Matthew knows. So basically, went uh, flew down to Houston and uh, met with him. I, I sang a couple of songs. He was impressed. And then uh, the next time like, we came down, um, we signed the paperwork and all this stuff. And uh, I was meeting some of his people uh, at at his record label and uh, signed the deal. And that was about it. I mean, it was pretty pretty quick and easy um, yeah but, i mean the thing is too is he's, he's he's known for beyonce destiny's child but which is r&b but yeah still like he's he's a he's a mover and shaker in the music business he definitely is well connected right so like it's oh yeah something definitely. Like that, it's like a, it's an awesome opportunity and it was even crazier because we were his only band uh you know he, he has some girl groups as you said r&b and a lot of gospel artists uh, right. he has a lot of gospel artists but um he he never had any rock uh, rock band or metal, especially metal band before that he, that he worked with. And so this was like a new um, avenue for him. Uh, and, and we were super, super excited. You know, uh, he said that we we're going to do all these things and whatnot. Uh, unfortunately, it, it just did not work out in that way. We were signed mm-hmm. to him for, you know, around, around four years. Oh, wow. um, yeah. yeah, yeah, for a long time. And, and, you know, you know, again, he has all these connections, you know, cool guy. Yeah. But uh, he just didn't really know how to work a metal band because he, he didn't have those connections yeah yet. that's not that's not his it's not his scene but but, but yeah, yeah but, i mean but the thing obviously too like he has a big name and obviously with beyonce just being associated with that is not is a win you know then you got to kind of figure out how that all works right <laughs> as an artist mm-hmm. like what am i doing who's going to represent me like because with right, metal right, and right. that kind of thing it's a whole different crowd of people right oh my gosh yeah oh we're going to talk about who's going to represent me so we we had this other guy who technically wasn't really anything. He wasn't a manager. He didn't sign on as anything, but he was just a guy that we worked with and, and he worked at the label. Right. Um, and, and for whatever reason, he had his tag on his Instagram saying, I manage. I was like, you're not, you're not the manager though, but all right. And his name <laughs> was Tyson. It's like, uh, whatever, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This comment, will, I will always remember this conversation. So actually, you know what? I'll let you guys decide. What do you guys think about this? So we sat down with him for five hours at this spot in Los Angeles, and he's telling us all these things he's going to do for the band. Like, okay, yeah, sounds really cool. Like we're excited, da da da. Um, and and he's like, yeah. So, but his his main idea, the the number one idea he had was, uh, or no, no, the two things uh, ideas that he had was, he was like, uh, yeah. So I think the band needs to go on American Idol, and uh, you guys, you guys, I, I was like, yeah, what American yeah. Idol? Like I was record, like, record we're scratch. A <laughs> I was like, imagine me singing like you know, "Lonely Hunter" or any metal song. I yeah, know. The, the fans wouldn't like that. And the I'm thing is, be, like, I'm the thing is, real. right? The thing with Idol is, like, there's some great talent on Idol, but they shove them oh. into that. They shove them into a weird thing, and they're forced to do other people's tunes that have nothing to do with yeah, them. Yeah. And if you really want to be an artist, you're not going to go on there singing other people's tunes, right? 
right, right. I mean, you don't want to. I, I get it. You, you'll probably get a huge extra following from it and whatnot. Right. But I was like, I never, I, I'm not going to make it far, you know, with, with yeah. this style of music on a mainstream network like America. I, they want to hear R&B singers, not, you know, they don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, I mean, unfortunately. The cool thing with, with your music is I think it's actually really accessible. Like, I know I've, I have friends that are like in Finnish death metal bands. Like, and that's yeah. all. But what you guys, what you guys yeah. are doing is like. Nice. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, all the apocalyptica and all those Nightwish, all that stuff. But um, nice. what you guys are doing is cool because it's really accessible. It's it's not pop, but it's it's not screamy metal. It's mm-hmm. it's like really melodic and, and really cool. Um, yeah, Tommy, I mean, Tommy, you have acoustic. Yeah, Tommy, good, when you're coming when you're coming up with riffs, like who's who's your influences? Like when you first started playing guitar. Uh, when I like first started, like I mean, like everybody like listens to like Metallica and stuff yeah. like that. So, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And like Avenged Sevenfold was like a big influence, but like now I like listen to probably like what Michael said, like the more like technical stuff. I do enjoy like Periphery era, Jason Richardson, or just like yeah, side, like yeah. side compositional artists like uh like Alakaloka, like just gaming music and stuff like that. Just like yeah. for comp like composition sake i guess so. yeah and the cool thing now is like because of like i said youtube and instagram all that stuff like we have access to so much more music i'm i'm a lot older than you guys so i, I was before like cell phones and all that. that's how old i am but uh but it's cool because now you get access to everything you can just pull up the video and check out the video and check out even like even just learning stuff right like guitars clinics and all that stuff yeah for sure yeah, you, um, are you are you working with any companies you have endorsement stuff for guitar or uh no not- not oh, really. uh, for for the band, no. I'm not sure about you, Tommy. I know Michael no, does. Not, I think not I'm personally. the only member in the band that actually has like endorsements for things. Cool. Actually, Kazuki does. Kazuki does. Kazuki does, does. Kazuki does, does too. I think he his what what's uh, Hughes and Kettner for that that amp company? Yeah, yeah. Hughes yeah. and Kettner and GHS Strings, I think. Oh, cool. Well. Yeah. So, so me and Kazuki, yeah. Yeah, you all need, you all need a manager for that stuff. I can I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I did that for J Lo and for Miley. I, I worked with them on their endorsement stuff. But um, hey, yeah, yeah. So uh, cool. Well, you can hook it up then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you know they got the good yeah. stuff. The endorsement thing is a really that's a really funny world because I always see people like saying, "Well, Gibson's endorsing me." I'm like, "Bro, it doesn't work that way." It's like if you're <laughs> Nike and you're Tiger Wood, Tiger Wood endorses Nike. It's not the other way around. <laughs> and every yeah. time I see, every time I see that crap, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh well cool yeah i mean like with all your video views and all that kind of stuff i think the endorsement thing is is cool because it helps helps you reach another audience right it's a whole different a kind of a different ball game but um and a whole funny world i guess a lot of people don't know about <laughs> but yeah. um cool so what what label are you guys on now or are you independent or how's that working yeah so we ended up just leaving the label uh music world entertainment uh matthew Nose's label around right. four months ago four, okay. five, yeah like four months ago yeah. And, and maybe uh, because right of now, COVID, it was probably a good time to make a change because everything's kind of being reworked, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, oh man, we're excited for all, all the new shows coming up soon. After this whole thing's over, it's going to be so much fun. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we're I have literally uh, an entire list of labels that I'm about to hit up probably in the next month. Um, cool. Just to set up so, like a bunch of meetings, all like metal based labels uh, this time because what what we messed up on the, the fast the past few times getting signed is. We didn't sign to a label that was our our niche, that was our, you know, a metal-based label. Yeah, or Probably at least like, accommodating like for that particular genre. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so now I think we're, we're, we know what we need to do. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, part we're of excited, that, though. Part of that's just finding, like, where you fit in the world, right? Like, and finding bands that are on certain labels, and then you want to maybe, maybe you go after those labels of the bands that you like, 
right? Because that's mm-hmm. that you can you could be their support act, you could be their opening act, and that kind of all exactly. works together instead of being like on with an R and B management that's that can't really cook that up. <laughs> exactly, that, yeah. that was a problem. Yeah, and, yeah. and actually, he, he was talking about. Uh, I remember at some point uh, Matthew was telling me, "Yeah, like we can get you uh, opening for for his daughter uh, Solange." Right. And I was like, "Oh, that'd be pretty cool." But I'll, I'll, also, I'll, I'll also say, like, although that's pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty, pretty strange, like yeah. weird. Her, her audience is going to be sitting there going, "Well, they're good, but I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's the whole challenge of the music business, right? Is just figuring that, figuring that whole thing out. Um, so, do, do you actually have a manager now, or are you guys just self managing, or how's that working? Right now, it's just uh, technically no. Uh, my mom is she, she's just there, but she's also there for like protection. Like, and another right. thing we're going to do is we're probably going to sign ourselves. So when we get signed to a uh, a new label, uh, then you know we're basically like partners in a way. Right. So yeah. my my mom is is signed on to us for extra like you know say and so we're not just being owned. I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. Completely. You know, a, lot, a lot of people bag on Michael Jackson's dad, and he actually I used to know him here because he was in, he lived in Vegas or maybe he still does. Um, mm. And uh, but but you know the thing is like they got where they got because of him. Like he was a smart, shrewd business guy and he protected them. You have bands like the Beatles, like that gave away their, their publishing was sold out from underneath them. Right. They don't even own their publishing. Yeah. So like that mm. stuff, it's like, it's all business stuff, but like, that's for real. Like as you get older and you start having hits, you want to be able to get the money. <laughs> so yeah, so right. having, having, having a momager in that situation is actually great. Cause she, I know she knows the business. She was, she's been around and uh, it's important to, to protect yourself. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. You have to. Yeah, it's like we're gonna give you a record deal, but we want all your publishing. It's like, well, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. And then like you're doing your own label, like that seems to be a more common thing where people have their own label, then they get distribution through Sony, just distribution through another another major. Oh yeah, and it's so easy nowadays. You know what I mean? It's not like you know. I think back in the day, it used to be hard to, to do that, but now you just literally yourself. Yeah, people and then do you got- that shit through this. There's a platform called DistroKid. Right. That you pay like $19 a year and it puts all your music on like every streaming platform. You can like set it up to run ads on YouTube and yeah. Google and all this other stuff. And it's ridiculously cheap for people to get their stuff out there nowadays. It's just like a lot of them just don't know how to properly utilize all the resources now there because they just don't even know they exist. Yeah. So what was your guys' when you, when you, because you have a huge uh, YouTube a play and also Instagram too. your videos, like get, or hundreds of thousands of views. So was that like, did you have a plan for that or did you just start putting stuff out there or how, how did that work? Oh, for YouTube? Yeah. YouTube uh, and so, Spotify and all that stuff. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started on Spotify, <laughs> man. I know. It's a oh, I'm, so I'm, still, I'm still upset about that. All right. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so for YouTube, no, no real plan. Uh, just, just post it up. Uh, our videos and and from uh, my prank following on Instagram, just you know, send the links uh, that way. And also, uh, I, I do like influencer marketing, like where I have a bunch of friends that have like even like way more followers than me, right. like, like 20, 22 million on TikTok and eleven million. So they'll, they'll throw it in their bio, and people will click it that way as well. Oh, awesome. Uh, but uh, but basically, oh my gosh, for Spotify. So I'm gonna tell you a quick little story. <laughs> tell me the story. <laughs> so basically. Uh, it was uh, the week of we're going to post our uh, release the tracks on Spotify. Oh, no, I think a, a week after. Right. And uh, and I was like, all right, so you know like what to do for Spotify? Because I was like, I, I usually I, I have knowledge of, of, of all the different social medias and what you can do to get your songs more out there, like either like a repost, you know, whatever. Right. And um, 
I didn't know anything about Spotify. So I was kind of just like leaning on the label. Like, all right, so you guys know how to promote this, like or whatever, and in whatever way is best. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah we got this. Like, we know what we're doing. We're record label. So <laughs> we they got it. We got it, bro. Yeah. 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 So they throw the songs on. And then uh, I learned a week later, a week later, that uh, there's a thing called uh, editorial playlists that you can submit your songs and right. they could be on, on these huge uh, official Spotify playlists for yeah, that's any, how they go. Any that's niche. how they go. They go viral, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. And uh, it, I think uh, it, it was in the pro. It, it was actually the the first month they were testing out uh, artists sending their their tracks to labels. Uh, I mean, I mean to playlists that you can get your song on it. So it, right. it was the first month it was available. But we were able to do it. So if they were doing their research, they would have known of that. Because I learned right, of it a week right. after we released it, which is it was too late. Uh, so that's why I was I was upset. I was like, wait, you guys didn't like send it to all, all these huge playlists we could have been on? And then yeah, I, I was yeah. just like, it was a whole thing. I was yeah. like, and dude, it's tough, we should have like, been on that. Yeah, when you're an artist, <laughs> I mean, even like for what I do with the podcasting thing, like you get so busy just doing the work that you don't have time to follow up on all that stuff. That's why you have management and a label. So you have yeah, to, they have I to, tried. Yeah, you have to trust them. I try, I try to do both, but yeah, 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 and then you don't find out till later. Like, dude, <laughs> right, right, right. Like you're supposed to know this stuff. Like, why, why, why do I know this before you? I told them about it. They're like, oh wow, that's that's really cool. I was yeah, like, oh, oh we're, probably, we're probably gonna do that now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we should try that, <laughs> bro. Like, I didn't know that. That's funny. Um, so, yeah. what do you, what do you guys like? Obviously, you want to start playing live coming up as soon as we can do that. Um, even um, have you released? What, what were you releasing videos? Are you working on videos, new songs? What's what's going on right now? Yeah, so uh, we just recorded two new songs, and and they're uh, well, one of them is definitely a, a lot heavier than what anything we've ever done. It has a dirty breakdown it's so nasty and uh if if i may (laughs) say so myself uh and anyways uh so yeah we got one song that's like really heavy and another song that's um very melodic and and there's a solo at the end that our uh newest guitarist kazuki is playing uh, along with tommy and it's cool yeah i'm very excited for the heaviness though yeah, yeah, definitely. But more melodic and like straightforward. Yeah, that's the cool thing mm-hmm. about your music. Like, it's very accessible. Even people like they say they think metal, like, but metal means a lot of different things, right? And rock and alternative rock. There's, oh, so, there's many, so many sub. Yeah, sub genres. Yeah, yeah. There's so many Ridiculous. different. Yeah, I have a friend of mine. Um, he's in a band called Yatra in Finland, and it's like black Finnish death metal. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Being in, in Finland. Yeah, and it's like it's almost like Viking metal. I don't know, but it's yeah, cool. Yeah, because, yeah. And like for me, yeah. I listen to everything. I mean, I listen to I listen to punk. I listen to R and B, jazz. I, I mean, I just like music. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really discriminate on that that stuff at all. But um, mm-hmm. cool. So, like, are you um, are you guys gonna? Do you have any dates on the books, or how's that how's that coming as far as that stuff goes? Doing live shows? Uh, nothing yet. Uh, actually, I was talking to a couple of different bands that I look up to. Uh, one, one of the main ones was like Nonpoint. Uh, yeah. They had that song "Bullet with a Name," you know. And uh, and we were talking, and, and we, we for sure like want to play some shows together. Just but no no dates uh, right now. Right mm-hmm. now, uh, our main goal is to uh, get signed to a new label and take it from there. Basically, I mean that's just me sent, like simplifying it. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, and well, I mean, short, and, but yeah. yeah, and you sort of like, I mean, to get your stuff out there, you, you need that, right? You need the support and the promotion, and um, people can do it on their own these days too. But it it takes a lot of money, and it's a it's a whole it's kind of a whole different world. Like with because now with with iTunes and all these other outlets, it's like it's cool, but then again, you still have to have a have a marketing plan and all that that whole thing, all the all the 
all the business stuff, right? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and actually, the, the main thing for me actually was uh, like, like the touring and, and, and going on tours with, you know, all these different bands that we can play and open with, uh, right. open for. I mean, and, and labels wouldn't know how to do that. Me, myself, uh, you know, kind of tougher to, you know, hit up all these bands and go on tour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's easier, like, when you're signed to the same label, they just group you together. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, there's sort of strength in numbers, right? If you're on the label with with a band that's a well-known band, like Five Finger Death Punch, one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, like, that, that's what they do all that day. That would be amazing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> actually, those, a lot of those guys live in Vegas. I did a, I did a video with, with I Chris. live in Vegas, too. Oh, okay. half the time, half the time. Okay. Right now, I'm in LA and all this fun. Yeah, Vegas. Cool. I, yeah, I love so Vegas. There's, there's a lot. It's funny because Vegas think they always think like you know uh, all the usual like Wayne Newton or whatever. But there's actually like a lot, of, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of a lot of rock people. A lot of people you know actually live here. But there, actually, yeah, you're right. There is there is a there is a scene out there because uh, my mom she does art. She she loves uh, like just like creating like art. Yeah. And uh, and she's at the store like where there's a bunch of art there and she could sell anyways um what what record label was a nuclear blast yeah. i forget some That's some like label. really heavy uh really heavy, really heavy. some really heavy <laughs> label is also there i think it's nuclear blast or something yeah. like that well, anyways mike, mike barney lives here mike barney had um i can't i can't think of his name i should or his label i should know um but anyway he, he or, or a what big, a metal metal blade Not metal, metal blade, blade? I yeah. think it was Metal Blade, actually. Yeah, it, maybe that's it. I don't know. I should know. I'm gonna get crucified for not knowing the name. But, <laughs> but Mike, is, yeah, but Mike's like an old school metal guy. Like he was signing bands, you know, 30 years ago. But uh, and he's a cool dude. But yeah, Nuclear Blast. I think they they actually they have a lot of the, the European metal bands, like the hard, you know, really. That's a good label, you know, depending on on what you want to do. But um, so like the future, immediate future for you guys is like get your, get your live show together, keep recording. Do you have a new uh, new record coming out or any I mean, new single? What what's the status of that? Keeping them in the back pocket. We we, we haven't fully recorded, but we're not going to release them yet. We're gonna kind of have that as leverage uh, for when we get signed to a new label. That. And also, we're going to be doing this um, online TV show. It's called, I'm going to call it Battle of the Bands. Okay. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of promo for that as well uh, recently. That and uh, I, I've been working on TikTok, some stuff with, uh, with metal news. Oh, and cool. so uh, that, I've, been, I've been growing a bunch of uh, just metal-based pages. Um, that, that and our songs were keeping in the back pocket like, hey, look at this. We got the biggest metal page on TikTok and, the, you know, we're working on this reality show for for you know kind of like american idol but for metal bands and this yeah. and that all this it's, stuff it's funny with tiktok too because like a lot of people think of tiktok for like the stupid dance videos or whatever but like there's actually, a lot there's, more. yeah because there's a lot of like serious musicians that are on tiktok there's i mean that's like a great outlet right oh yeah definitely and, and their their algorithms are i mean way better than any other app that i've come across so far you, you can really get out there you, you can literally start with, with a zero following not tell anyone in the world that you have this page Posts consistently every day with quality content, and then boom, you can blow up. Yeah, my wife has a, so. a. I would say she has a minion video that she did. Like she does costumes and <laughs> horror, she does like horror makeup, all nice. sorts of crazy shit. Oh, that's cool. Then, yeah, she has a half a million views. It happened in a couple of days. <laughs> one of her yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, uh, at the spot I'm at right now in LA, uh, I'm right across Universal. Uh, Universal. Yeah. And every time. It, it does not fail every single time me and my girlfriend drive past that there's a big like minion uh character right there and she says minion every time <laughs> that's funny yeah. it's fun yeah Bruh. she does like yeah. a, lot of, a lot of horror makeup and stuff it scares the shit out of me but that's another story that's but, uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. yeah she's like can we watch saw for the 15th time i'm like okay fine <laughs> that's, funny. Well, cool. that's, that's your, a good franchise yeah um 
I'll ask actually each, each, each of you guys individually. So Tommy, like what's your advice to young musicians and, and guys that want to do bands and all that stuff? Uh, a little bit like now, I guess it's just like, you know, just making connections of like a big part in this day and age is probably just getting yourself out there. Just like I used to post like a little bit back then, like I've stopped a little bit just because I mean, I still got school and stuff. So I mean, as long right. as you kind of just be diligent and kind of work with both these things, uh, I think you can make it work. You just got to kind of have a passion. Just keep going for it. Yeah, that's cool. That's 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 great advice. And Michael, what do you think? I mean, like, I think my main thing I always tell people that I feel is incredibly in cru- crucial and important is like work with people that you like. Right. Because I see so many people join all these bands and then I end up reading these stories, like well-established bands. And I read these stories of, it's like, and like after they leave, it's like, oh, the, these these guys were like pieces of shit. Like, can't, I can't believe I tolerated them for this long. Like, luckily, <laughs> like, I've, like I've, known, I've known Dylan for the better part of the last like 10 years. And like, he's the fucking homie. Like, I, I love that dude. And Tommy's a fucking madman and an all-around down-to-earth individual. Kazuki is just... Yeah, a, a goofball, and we all love him. To like, I genuinely have like mad love for like all these guys. So, like, it's easy to work with them, and it makes the whole songwriting process just like vibes. You know, hanging out, all this stuff. Like, I can hang out with them as friends. It's not right. just business. So, I feel that's super crucial and important. Like, like the people you're working. Yeah, you know, the thing is, too, because someday you're going to be sitting in a van or a bus for like months. Yeah, if you're going to be stuck with people like on the road for <laughs> two, three months. You don't want to be like... We make those jokes all the time. I always think of the, the, Jason Newstead, the Jason Newstead with Metallica story. And it's like, you know, like uh, he, he leaves and they start all talking bad about each other. I'm like, come on, you guys, you know. It's like your children. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, you your know. child. It's hard. It's hard when you're like multimillionaire successful. It's like just just feel the love and be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, appreciate sure. like, yeah, and all that. But oh, we lost Dylan. He fell off. <laughs> He's gone. He literally disappeared. He's yeah, now's a good time to talk about him. <laughs> hey, at least we got Sorry. Snow Cone in the background. He's here hey. for us. Hey, there you go. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, hey, so Dylan. That, we were dog- right- we were Whoa. making fun. Of, we were making fun of you. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> your your dog was your placeholder. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. My, my my dog uh, keeps having to go pee. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> don't we all? But um, so hey, Dylan. So yeah. what's, what's your advice to? Yeah. So what's your advice to like young bands, people that want to get in the music thing? Like, what's what's the things that you've learned? Along the I way? think both. Yeah, I think both what Tommy and Michael said was really good. Uh, Tommy, like with the whole making connections. I mean, I think one one of the most important things that you can do is make as many connections as possible. And that's really for, for really anything uh, you want to, you want to get out there and, right. and if you know more people, then they can help you out as long as you maintain good uh, relationships with them. Yeah. Uh, of course, too, you can't just like lose, you know, contact. Cause then it'd be kind of awkward. Like, hey, can you do this favor for me? Well, I haven't talked to you in five years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, you don't get that guy. Because <laughs> uh, people will feel used definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, ma- maintain some good uh, relationships. Don't burn any bridges that could be helpful for you um yeah work with people that you like but also you know you gotta uh it's business as well but it's also a lot more fun if you can enjoy your time uh, with with your people who, who you're doing business with so right. uh, that's also another great point by michael um and, and what i would say for a lot of these kids doing like social media and that type of thing um i think tiktok right now is like the golden ticket uh for for coming from nothing to something you know right. uh, uh, seriously and if you if you take like seriously 
and you post every single day. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you right now, um, the way my friends blew up, 22 million. So what he did was for eight months straight, and he was dedicated, dedicated to sell three videos per day, every wow. day. He made sure that he had, the content was quality. It wasn't just like, you know, just rent. I mean, it was a lot was, it was actually pretty simple things, but his phone yeah. quality was good. Yeah, but and, people and, want to uh, get to know you and get to know who you are and your vibe, right? If you're if you're for real, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just keep keep going, man. Just keep going. I, I actually, I was talking to some people the other day. I was playing Call of Duty. I love playing Call of Duty, by the way. <laughs> I, and uh, and uh, they were telling me about, you know. yeah, they were telling me about their struggles of, of uh, posting because they uh, I guess they they go to school and some of their friends like make fun of them uh, because you know they're trying to be on TikTok and all the stuff right, it's right. for kids or, or it's like, what is like a dance app? But people don't really know <laughs> what it's about yeah. uh, if they're not on it. And so people get made fun of for just trying, but uh, I was telling them, I was like, dude, <laughs> just don't listen to them, bro. If you do all this stuff and you, you know, do your thing and, you know, get to where you want to be, I guarantee you, they're going to hit you up in a few months. Like, yo man, let me be one of your videos or something. Yeah. It always happens. So yeah, just stay consistent and don't, you know, don't care what other people think. Yeah. And that's, so. I, I tell people that same thing. Like, it's like, why are you always on social media? I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And, and I, for me, like yeah. some people play video games, some people do whatever. Like I like doing that. Also, I like finding guys like you that have a story to tell. It's fun to share the, to the world. You guys already have a big audience, but it's great to get, get the word out about you because you're doing positive stuff and you're good dudes. Like that's important. It's important for people to, to, to hear about you. Right. And, 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 and yeah. as, like you said, like collaboration, like you got somebody has a lot of followers, like, Hey, I'll help you out. You help me out. And you, the thing is you never know, like you, they might be at, you know, 50 million views next week or a week from now. And then it's like that whole collaboration thing is important. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, tell us how, how people can find you online. Like wh- where, where's your pages? What's, what's the name of the pages? And we're going to put links in the, in the podcast description also. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at Dylan and Alice. So basically it's just Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, another N, and then Alice, A-L-I-C-E. Where's your teleprompter? <laughs> no, this is our a- yeah, yeah, yeah. A-I? Is that I? That's funny. You get, you get on camera stuff that's normally easy. Like, I don't even remember what my name is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dylan. Cool. Uh, Dylan. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then uh, we'll put, yeah, like I said, we'll put um, all your links and, and uh, all that stuff on the podcast description. And uh, so on this, yeah, so this series, um, we're on all the major outlets. We're on um, Music Crowns, which is based in London. And we're also on Bass and Guitar Lab, which is based in Italy. And those two pages together have about 7 million music followers. So awesome, and they, awesome. they love, and those right. guys will love what you do. Like the singer songwriter, metal, original bands, like the whole thing is, is, is really great on those pages. So thanks so much for joining me guys. I know it's like, you hey, know, thank great. you. Yeah. It's early. It's for all me, good. But... <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's cool. So please everybody uh, check out Dylan and Alice and check out the music. It's really cool. The videos are really fun. And if you're into bunnies, you're going to be, it's going to be rocking <laughs> for you. And, yeah. <laughs> it's really, really, really cool. Thank you so much for joining me guys. I really appreciate hey, it. Thank you. It was, it was a pleasure, us, man. man. Thanks so much. All right, cool. We'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us and please consider subscribing to our podcast and follow us on our social media pages for guest announcements.